Helping people is what I'm all about. Just don't expect any good results. You gotta study back home because my exquisite derriere might make you say otherwise. Don't expect me to fight the power without creating a scene. Hello and welcome to the Real Housewives of River Heights. My name is Jade Gregory and as always we have my wonderful and amazing fellow housewives, Tina. Hello my beautiful dolls. And Nikki. Hello. Alright, as always, spoiler warning for those who have not yet played the Nancy Drew video game series. There will be swearing, talks of alcohol, etc. So kick the kiddos out and let's get rolling. Alright y'all, today we will be discussing the final scene. Final scene is the fifth installment in the Nancy Drew point and click adventure game series by Her Interactive. The game is loosely based on a book of the same name from 1989. The final scene is the 38th book in the Nancy Drew Files, and it was first published in August by Archway Paperbacks. Alright, the game, on the other hand, was released in November of 2001, and the game takes place in St. Louis, where the book originally took place in River Heights. Interesting, I did not know that. Yeah, I just... I just found that today. So our plot for the game. <clears throat> our, our plot. Nancy Drew and her friend Maya Nguyen are at the Royal Palladium Theater in St. Louis for the premiere of a new movie, Vanishing Destiny. Maya is set to interview the star of the film, Brady Armstrong, for her school's newspaper. But as Maya goes into his dressing room, she is kidnapped. Nancy has to race against time to find Maya and the kidnapper before the theater is demolished in three days. Oh, I do have the book premise written down. It says, um, in the for the book that this is based on, it says, when a handsome teen idol comes to Nancy's hometown, crime grabs the spotlight. Film star Brady Armstrong is in River Heights for the premiere of his newest movie at the Grand Old Cent century cinema when nancy's friend Bess decides to go backstage to see her heartthrob she stumbles into a kidnapping meant for the movie act but the kidnapper doesn't want ransom money he demands that the planned demolition of the century cinema theater be halted or Bess will be destroyed with it unable to prevent the wreckers from tearing down the building nancy races against the time to discover where Bess is hidden and amass the mysterious figure who is dead set on stealing the show so that's interesting in the book it was Bess who got kidnapped so does that mean that Maya was a made-up character or is she, she is actually a, in the books she is a made-up character interesting I wonder why they did that why they didn't just have it be Bess I mean I guess they this was way before Rance of the Seven Ships too so it's not even like they'd already done that well maybe at that time they they didn't plan on showing Bess Maybe. But then at some point they decided okay it's fine to show Bess and George but not Ned <laughs> hmm. that is very interesting that they did create a whole character to play that role interesting it was right. best like an also in the book was she a reporter or no in the book Bess I think went to school with Brady Armstrong she somehow for some reason wanted to like sneak behind stage to go meet Brady and then she ends up getting taken because the kid the kidnapper was there for Brady and Bess got in the way. Brady in school that sounds weird. Something along those lines. 
I mean, in the book, Brady Armstrong's also a sci-fi movie star. <laughs> also in the game, I think he's older because he has the whole thing about how he's like struggling with balding. You could be young and struggle with balding. That is true. People do bald in their 20s. I just assumed he was like, he was getting Well, he older, does but... look older. He, <laughs> he does look older. Uh, so if he is younger, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, I think in the <laughs> book he's he's a teen idol so he's probably like in his i don't know teens yeah game game, uh, brady he uh, like he doesn't get asked or so what's your id when he goes to a bar what's your id where's your id young young man no (laughs) yeah i have the prologue letter written down too for funsies i can read that as well So uh, Nancy actually writes this letter to Bess. So she says, Dear Bess, remember Maya from high school? I'm visiting her in St. Louis. We have tickets to tonight's premiere of the new Brady Armstrong movie, Vanishing Destiny. It's the last screening ever at the Royal Palladium. This place has been a landmark for almost a century. And now, in just three days, it's going to be demolished. I wish I could have seen the theater back in the 20s before it turned into a movie house. All the great magicians performed here. Even Harry Houdini. Uh, There's a lot of public opposition. Loss of this historic building. Rumor has it local activists are planning to stage a big protest out front tonight. The theater will be closed when we arrive, but they'll let us in since Maya's covering the story for the university newspaper. Oh boy, a press pass sure does come in handy. Maya told me she has an interesting lead, and we're on our way to interview Brady Armstrong about the controversy now. I know he's one of your favorite stars. Stay tuned. Maya always gets the full scoop. Talk to you soon. Love, Nancy. So it's like a little bit also more on the plot because you find out that the place used to be um, a place for the magicians to perform, which that is a cool part about the plot. All the um, different magicians that are like up on the walls and things like that, and all their information. Yeah, I guess they never really explain why they were having this movie premiere in St. Louis, though, right? Because nobody knows about the connection between the theater and Brady, so it's not as if they were trying to capitalize off of that. They, it seems pretty odd that this movie was having its premiere in like St. Louis, Missouri, because typically you would. I think in the Nancy Drew universe, Brady Armstrong is supposed to be like a pretty famous actor. So you would think it'd be like New York or LA, but yeah, it's one of those things in my head. I was like, he thinks he's a big shot, but he's not actually. It's more like a delusion. More <laughs> yeah, it's like this is like an indie film or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes across as very indie film, like. Like, it's not that big of a deal, which, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's kind of not that big of a deal, in my opinion, so. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, also, none of the other cast members are even there. It's just him. I'm not sure if they show up later, but at least during the events of the game, there's, like, no one else there. Yeah, I can't, I can't, that's a plot hole. I literally Mm -hmm. don't know why it's taking place there. Yeah, it really doesn't make sense. Also, like, I feel like it would have made more sense for the theater to be in like LA or a big city because Mm -hmm. how many because why would this theater that like all these famous magicians performed at be in like I know St. Louis is a city so like before anyone comes for me I know that but it's in Missouri like I just feel like it's not a film town or an entertainment town so like why would all these magicians be coming to Missouri yeah 
Wow. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Like, um, there are a lot of. Okay, I can't think of it, but there I've heard of a lot of like random towns in random, uh, random city, like random towns in random states, or not towns, cities mm-hmm. where they are known for being the central of something, and it's like, but why there? But it just so happens that that's where all of the the people like magicians or I don't know, Olympians or stuff like that. They all just congregate there for some reason. Yeah. So I guess maybe Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, maybe that's the that's the spot where all the magicians love to hang out, I guess. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so um all also, I I don't know. Like, I just took uh, I so I just that, that's how I interpret interpreted it. Uh, also, I, I I think uh, that 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 building um, uh, where it's taking place that theater is it was an actual theater that got demolished. So um, maybe maybe that chose that location because of of it's it was a real place. So maybe. And, it was it it is so they wanted to um use it you know for the for this game's plot and maybe showcase some real history over here yeah that makes sense i i thought of another piece of evidence towards the brady armstrong is not that famous theory which is that um maya is able to get an interview with him and she works for like a college newspaper which like think about this okay if it was like imagine it was like oh who's like a famous male actor right now like timothy chalamet imagine that like timothy chalamet was premiering a new movie in new york and some student from like columbia was like trying to interview him would would she get that interview no no so like why would why would this maya get 50 an interview shades of gray. <laughs> yes why would maya get an interview with brady armstrong because this because brady armstrong is not that famous yeah i mean you <laughs> said it? that timothy charlemagne already there's a it, already there's a it's, it's the bar is too high the bar is up <laughs> that's in the what sky. i'm saying like i feel like the game wants you to think that brady armstrong is like that level of famous but he he's not the evidence is not showing that he's that famous i mean maybe not the level of Timothy Charlemagne more maybe um none of you judge me I had to google who that was (laughs) (laughs) okay Timothy Charlemagne is the kind of person he's everywhere he is everywhere he's getting all the contracts but you have no idea which movies he has done but he has all the contracts he was in call me by your name and he was in the new dune yeah little woman yeah, little women. I googled him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's get he's getting all the contracts. Is uh he he Does is more indie oh. films though in my Yeah, opinion. yeah, <laughs> indie films. Yeah, more like um uh while Tom Holland Tom Holland he, he mm. is look at, looks at Timothy Charlemagne he's like why is this guy getting all the contracts? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland has done one big movie, so his name is done. Like he is known, like uh, everybody pretty much know who Tom Holland is because of Marvel. But like, what has he done? 
Hey, he's done other stuff. <laughs> yeah, but nobody cares because everybody's like Timothy Charlemagne's in everything. He's getting all the contracts. <laughs> he's get Timothy Charlemagne is like the better version of Tom Holland. <laughs> and the be- better actor, the better actor. <laughs> I mean, here I'm, I'm saying I am. I'm spitting all the facts here. <laughs> I don't know why we got into a tangent about the point being is that Brady Armstrong is neither Timothy Chalamet nor Tom Holland. No, he's not. He's irrelevant. <laughs> I'm over here, like, why are you doing my Tom Holland dirty like that? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't even know why I brought up Tom Holland. Tom Holland is better than those are fighting words. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I, I I'm trying really hard to find a real life equivalent to Brady Armstrong. But honestly That's because he's a B lister. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think I, of like B list male actors. Like, I, oh my god, who's I, that one guy? Adam Devine, the guy from Pitch Perfect. Like he's like that level of famous. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> I w- I don't even know if I would say he's the same level as as that guy. I don't even know who he is, but like I'll post a picture I feel later. like I feel like um, while we're at it, I, I guess we are uh, into characters now. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, unless, so unless someone has something to say. About I feel that. like um, if you if you uh, if you compare anybody to Brady Armstrong, you're crazy pretty much insulting them to be honest True. any actors out there i don't I, I don't know is there anybody who deserves that kind of comparison i don't i don't know i don't know who's like an much. actor that is famous but like can't act uh, that would be brady armstrong i feel like i don't know who's that one no you know you know i was gonna say that one actor who's getting all the netflix uh young adult Oh, uh, Noah movies. Centennial? But like even Noah Centennial is would be better than Brady Armstrong. Noah <laughs> Centennial, he I mean I, I'm pretty sure he can act better than Brady Armstrong. Not me googling everyone <laughs> we mentioned. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch more TV, Jay. <laughs> I watch <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> anime. And <laughs> Asian dramas, and then what else do I watch? Bridgerton. <laughs> okay, he's not an actor, but I guess I guess the one guy that is dating that is dating um, uh, Taylor Swift right now, I guess. Oh, Joe Alwyn. Yeah, maybe him. Uh, like everybody. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> 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 I guess. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that. It, I, I know that people he has his own fan base and people are trying mm-hmm. to make him happen, but like <laughs> in reality nobody cares. Hollywood doesn't care about him, so I guess maybe that's the real life comparison. I think my issue for why I don't know famous people is because I don't I don't know famous people. I that's too many faces and names. <laughs> a valid, extremely valid. I myself have a a really hard time. Um <laughs> So, if any of our listeners are Gemini's, I'm I'm so sorry. Fuck. I am I'm so sorry. Um, like this is the Gemini representation you didn't want, but you you got. 
<laughs> Wait, are you a Gemini? <laughs> no, I'm not a Gemini, but I feel bad for my Gemini's. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Gemini, but I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sympathize, okay? Like, the guy, the guy, he is a Gemini. It's, it's canonized in the game. He's, he was looking at this, uh, this paper... Oh, yeah. Um, Astro is the, the their version of Astro Cafe. Oh, Brady Armstrong. Brady yeah, Armstrong. Brady Armstrong. Yeah. Not- was like, uh. he's he's he is a Gemini, and it said on the paper you that it it, sh- it, it kind of implied you are two faced. I mean, <laughs> well, Gemini's. he did his case, <laughs> but like, uh, just just so you know, my Gemini listeners. Um, I am sure that you are not necessarily two-faced bitches like Brady, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like Brady is mostly just kind of wimpy because his whole thing is like how he can't stand up to his manager and do the things he wants to do. And even the things he wants to do are stupid. Like his dream is to open like a Hollywood diner. And it's like, you couldn't aim higher than that, buddy. Like, you don't want to be a director. You don't want to... Like, he no, didn't even open. get... He didn't even get this um, this idea on his own. He was driving and he saw, like, uh, he saw a restaurant. And he was like, I want something like that. It's not even a, an original idea. Yeah, He was like, true. this is a original Brady Armstrong idea. Mass, mm, my brain. And it's like... Bruh, you got inspiration by driving around and seeing other buildings. Are you kidding me? How long do you think it would take for Gordon Ramsay to show up in Kitchen Nightmares, that place? It's raw! <laughs> <laughs> oh my, wait. Oh, is it Kitchen Night? Oh, yeah, it's, it, it is Kitchen Nightmares where he goes. Yeah, to it, the restaurants. Yeah, yeah I, I want that. I want um, someone to Photoshop a picture of like, you know, that one clip where Gordon is like, what are you, an idiot sandwich? And um, I want someone to put Brady Armstrong's head on the idiot sandwich. Oh, yeah, that would be so funny. And uh, honestly, though, the fact that at the end, by the way, did we get, did we do the spoiler warning? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I kind of forgot. Okay, so <laughs> the fact the fact that um, Brady didn't he somehow got his reputation a bit ruined by the same time he was able to kind of um, he was kind of able to salvage it somehow it was implied that he was he managed to salvage it I don't know it's it bothers me to this day like this guy. Yeah, because... Not getting exposed. By the time you get to Curse of Blackmore Manor, like, he still is famous, so he didn't lose career, even though he sort of covered up a kidnapping. I know he wasn't the perpetrator, but he did kind of withhold evidence, and it seems like he didn't really get in trouble for that. And Yeah, and also, he gaslighted us. He was like, are you sure you didn't imagine those pizza boxes in that shoe? Bro, yeah. we held these in our hands. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, you- it, we saw it, we grabbed it, we touched it. We <laughs> Honestly, though, like, I didn't think they could have made a more um, annoying version of 
that guy from Stay Tuned for Danger, but <laughs> he did. And also, like the fact that day one and day two, he was like very helpful. But then day three, everything went cra- crashing down, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna let the demolition happen." Uh, yeah, sucks to be you. Yeah, I'll say one more thing about Brady, and then we can move on to someone else. But I don't really understand why he thought that people knowing he was the heir to the theater would ruin his reputation because it doesn't seem like something that I know he's like, "Oh, the theater's old," and like I'm trying to move forward but it didn't really i don't think people would hold it against him that he was like related to whatever whatever the person's name was jj thompson mm-hmm. that's the thing though he's dumb he's he doesn't yeah. have his priorities straight okay he thinks that like okay the building is old so people are gonna see the building be like oh old building old pretty old um or something like that B- building ugly Brady ugly. It doesn't make any sense. You have yeah. a no building. Who cares? <laughs> but it, he he cares so much about his image. He does all of this, but like nobody actually cares. The guy's the guy is kind of an egomaniac. <laughs> Honestly, though, he thinks that if people really care about his ball patch, dude. Just like 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 who who cares? Honestly, but he has his fans despite his bald patch. So I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Like honestly, maybe some people will be like, "Oh, you have an old building, her loser," and all of that. Maybe some 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 people who don't make sense. But overall, like overall, I feel I feel like more people would care about the bald patch than than yeah. the fact that he was related to a. To an old building, but honestly, I think that most people would think it is cool that he owns a building, exactly like that is vintage. I think most people would care, but I don't know. He, he strikes more as someone who is vapid and would rather prefer s- s- stuff that is flashy. That's very true. Yeah, he he's a dumb dumb. Yeah, <laughs> honestly though, uh, honestly <clears throat> though, her his, his agent, bless her heart, like. Bless her heart. The fact that she has to manage this uh, this train wreck. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. Uh, honestly, I I I I will throw my hat to her. Yes, she is a terrible person. Yes, she covered up a lot of stuff. Yes, she made that god awful reef. She she ordered that reef that is like pretty fucked up. Yes, yeah. but like. At the same time, she is Brady's manager. I mean, can can you think of a worse job than that? This is uh, her dis- her description. It says Simone. Simone is Brady's self centered agent who is always on the phone in the women's dressing room. When Maya disappears, she decides to cancel the Vanishing Destiny premiere because she thinks Maya's kidnapping is a great opportunity to drum up more press. <laughs> and then it says, could she have set up this kidnapping as a publicity stunt for Brady? I never suspected her to be the kidnapper. Not even yeah. one second. Um, I would say, though, that... I would say though um, that the there are only maybe one or two people that I really had my radar as a suspect. Uh, it's not Brady. Fun um, fact: Simone was it, it Simon Simone. in the books. 
<laughs> yes, I did know about that. They made it. They made so. I love how they just added an the E to the game. End. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I didn't know. I wanted her to be a girl boss. Yep, but I mean, I love any. I love every girl boss as much as the other person next to me. Like I love a good good girl boss moment, but not when it comes to Maya. I'm sorry. Like she girl boss too hard girl, into the sun. Maya, my girl, <laughs> all the scoops out here. My Vietnamese representation um, absent for most of the game, but you know I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but on like I think it's the missing persons poster. Maya is described as having bad skin. I mean, it literally says something about her having like combination like oily skin or something. And it, I'm like, I'm not sure why that needed to be included. Yeah, it's a okay, okay, good. I know that now. So, uh, oh, I guess if we find a good skincare product for combination skin, I guess <laughs> I will be thinking of her. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing Nancy gave that description for the poster. She's like, yeah, she's a Vietnamese girl with like tons of acne just everywhere. And oh gosh, <laughs> she, well, the she described Maya two times. Once is uh to Nick. And yeah, the to other Nico, was to my, the my husband. Yes, and by the way, I can't wait to get to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to say anything bad don't worry not to say anything bad it's okay we... he was a different person before he met me <laughs> <What>? <laughs> all right so um so going back to simone i never really suspected her because if you think about it the person who kidnapped uh, maya had to be um very familiar with how the theater works. Mm-hmm. Where are the secret tunnels? Where are the secret passages? The secret rooms? I mean, I highly doubt that Miss Simone uh, had re- any interest in figuring out where the, that, where the rooms are or even would really stumble into the magician's mm-hmm. room. That's true. And um, honestly, kidnapping for stunt publicity, I mean, nah, nobody, like, I, I'm, it is very improbable that it would have been a good motive, motive. They try to make it a good motive, but it's like, nah, nah, that's, that's way too fucked up. I mean, I we know, we know that she loves... She loves to make some good drama, but to go so far to commit a crime in a theater, she doesn't. She doesn't even know that how the theater works, the all the little things. So if she gets caught, she's done for. Uh, the reef, though, I mean, the reef was as far as mm-hmm. she she would go, I guess. But nobody nobody would believe it if it was her. So that's why I never really, I never really suspected her. Yeah, uh, I agree. Brady also, Brady, same reasons. Like, why? Just why? I think his motive was that he wanted the theater gone because he didn't want, but then, no, the kidnapping was about stopping the demolitions. That's the yeah. sense. That's the thing, though. Why, why is Brady considered a suspect? I think it's because, well, Maya, I think, 
she knew that he was connected to the theater and she was going to expose him. So he, so, cause later on you find out like, that's why he took the press pass. Cause he's trying to like, make sure you don't find Maya because he doesn't want that connection exposed. And Maya was going to write about it in her article, but um, he didn't have any motive to stop the demolition. That makes sense. I, the fact that he has reasons to not for people to not find Maya um, is already a second layer, uh, a, a, an obstacle against Nancy. It's not actually really good, but it doesn't really help with us believing that he could be the culprit because he wants the place demolished and although we find it out on the third day we find out on the third day before then we absolutely have no idea what he's doing here what what's what was his purpose there like why why are we supposed to believe that he is a culprit and if he was if he was a culprit it would have ruined the game to be honest (laughs) I think you have to ask yourself um, how the characters fit into two motives because I think there's a mm-hmm. motive to kidnap Maya and then there's a motive to want the, the to stop the demolition of the theater. So I think for each character, their motives are either to kidnap Maya or they're to save the theater or they're both, you know? Mm. So in the case of Brady, he has motives to make maya disappear right but we don't we didn't find out about his connection to the theater until day three yeah Um, honestly you don't really find out about his motive to kidnap maya until you know about his connection mm -hmm. to the theater because he will tell you like maya was going to expose me Mm. um and i don't think you would have a reason to think he did it before then yeah so basically day three was the time where where we confirmed that that we absolutely had no uh, reason to Mm -hmm. suspect him yeah i think so and for simone simone um she has all the reasons why to stage maybe um Mm -hmm. a kidnapping yeah i think her is just like publicity stunt that's why you're supposed yeah. to suspect her especially because she does the wreath things so i think you're supposed to really yeah. suspect her then but the demolition was i mean unless there was a unless she and we find out that she has a connection with this place an emotional connection and she doesn't want the theater to be gone or something like that um, no that's but even, that's the other character we haven't talked yeah. about yet <laughs> So honestly, though, um, so honestly, thinking about that, yes, they are good characters. They just have weak motives, in my opinion. Well, um, I, I don't think they have weak motives. I just think that like they all have such different reasons that not all of them necessarily fit both like stopping the demolition or the kidnapping. Like the story is really different if it had been one of the other ones other than who's the yeah. culprit mm. but it's pretty much it is was pretty much established that the person who kidnapped maya had to be the same person who wants the demolition stopped. true although i guess like it could be that like if it had been brady that was the villain of the game that could have been like a cover-up reason yeah 
But that would mean he would have to. Have Anyways, to have who brings us to, to Nicholas Falcone? <laughs> Nicholas is the leader of yeah. Had It or Humans Against the Destruction of Illustrious Theaters. They're leading a protest against the demolition of the theater. He acts as if he's innocent and only wants to help, but the police say that he has previously faked a kidnapping to save a theater. Would kidnapping Maya be a means to his end? Um, Nikki, since this is your husband, do you want to introduce him? Do you want to talk about him? So I think that he is one of two people that I did suspect when I played this game because I like him and Joseph basically because like one he has like a strong connection to the theater which you find out about pretty much right away like he tells you that his grandmother worked on it and second he has like the history of staging kidnappings although I'm not sure if that was actually true that he um, supposedly seduced like the demolition leader's daughter or something. I don't know if that actually happened, but um, in in general, just him being involved with Had It, I think makes him like a pretty strong suspect. Mm. But also, it could be that it, he's like too obvious a suspect mm. for it to actually be him. You would, uh, you could argue that I was gonna say Joseph would have been an obvious suspect. If you think about it, although they made a they made a really big effort to make him friendly, while yeah. while Nicholas they made him way too suspicious. That is true. But honestly, I would say yeah, there was a big chance that he could have still been the culprit. If you think about it, since it's been established that he had he has been at that theater since he was a kid, so. He could have known about the secret room. He could have known about the secret passages. Right. Um, so there is that establishment and the fact the fact that um yeah, he did stage maybe, maybe did stage those fake kidnappings in the past. Um and I would say though that it would have been interesting if they went to the the route that Maya fake kidnapped herself that would have been a really fun plot twist i think if maya had been involved and yeah honestly they could have easily went that route and it wouldn't have ruined every anything it would mm-hmm. would have been interesting it would have been interesting although the real ending was also pretty interesting but um but yeah it's um um they could have easily gone that route uh because if she did fake kidnap herself and she was in cahoots with Nick Nicholas. I and somehow maybe they changed the ending and she, then she gets stuck somewhere. She was about to come out, but she gets stuck somewhere, so it's up to Nancy to save her, maybe. Nah, Something leave like her that. there. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, but other than that, I don't know. Uh other than that, it could have been like a, a real kidnapping and mm, sir really lost his mind his marbles and actually did a a real kidnapping of maya uh i don't know how was this it's but it it could it could have been a believable scenario in my opinion but i'm i'm glad though that they went the other route because honestly i really love um nicholas character 
in this game. And I love the whole like fight the power. I love like crushing corporate America attitude. Corporate generica. Ge- corporate generica. That's <laughs> what he said. Yeah. So honestly, though, so I'm glad it went that way. And I loved his grandma's story. I think it was his grandma. Was it yeah, his grandma? it was his grandma. Louisa. I thought that it added more layers to the character. He has like a emotional attachment to the place. And it goes beyond just going to the theater as a kid. But his grandmother was behind art um, ornaments in this theater. So it really brought more, you know, depth to the character. Yeah. So honestly, though, I... it So it establishes that he has motive it establishes that and you can see how he could mm-hmm. have been both behind the kidnapping and the demo- the anti-demolition motive so you know job well done they nailed him in my opinion <laughs> what about you guys what are you talking about All right. <laughs> for me in regards to the characters when i first play this i honestly thought it was possibly nicholas i actually was very surprised when we do find out who the culprit is who it was so um at least for me but i'm also oblivious sometimes so (laughs) but i would say this is probably one of the games where like trying like he was top tier like yeah he's done this before according to the police (laughs) yeah I also, I think second to the actual culprit, he had one of the strongest ties Mm -hmm. to the theater, especially because when you find out that um, J.J. Thompson had cheated Mm -hmm. his grandmother out of her share of it and stuff, I think he had one of the strongest ties to it, which also made him a compelling suspect. Also, I, I just love how when you call the police and... The police is like, this guy takes pleasure in humiliating the police. I was like, God. I like him even more. <laughs> I, ho- I hope he's not the sus- He's not the culprit. Yeah. I hope he's not the culprit. <laughs> because I love him so much. Like, <laughs> but like, um, you know, it's okay. If you fake a kidnapping, it's fine. <laughs> like, just, keep, just keep humiliating the police. I support you. <laughs> <laughs> in a way nancy also humiliates the police too because um she always solves cases before them and makes them look incompetent so they have that in common i mean it's not like the police really needs help in humiliation they <laughs> they make it really easy for us to humiliate them so you know I can't can't really say that it was hard. Someday we'll do an episode about how the Nancy Drew games are actually anti-police. <laughs> yep. Bonus episode. Bonus. Someday. Bonus episode. Uh, um, oh, can I... I want also to mention um, in the ending that magazine cover where it's like looking at, at Brady's hand on his shoulder that's a whole ass mood (laughs) never like there's i've never seen so much so much disgust in a man's eyes and face before it's the 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 ending image of brady embracing a gagging nicholas (laughs) enemies to lovers (laughs) no 
<laughs> He's was disgusted. <laughs> what is this insect touching oh gosh, me? I was right reading. Um, this is back on the police comment. I was reading like somebody's blog post. Um, oh my gosh, I had it written down and now I can't remember. Uh, if I find it, we can link it. But um, they wrote for a low point, sitting there waiting for the long, boring, unaffected, and completely useless dialogues with the police officer to finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though like he uh, he really provides yeah, nothing that was of hilarious. interest i was like you're right you're right before we get to our culprit there's some honorable mentions if i can pronounce her name oh you stay shandropo one of our phone conversations honestly though i admire Eustacia I if I do get to that old age of 100 <laughs> I hope I am as just as sassy just as depressed and just as you know grumpy as Eustacia because <laughs> I honestly though like every single line from this lady is just golden <laughs> I, a it's whole true. ass mood a whole ass mood this you cannot touch this lady. She's like, well, who else could it be? Like, everybody else is dead. I'm like, yes, queen. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, 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 honestly, I'm so sorry I asked. Of course, of course, you are absolutely right. <laughs> uh, honestly, she might be one of the best phone characters in the <laughs> Nancy Drew series, to be honest. Um, I can think of maybe one more, one other phone character that could maybe surpass her, but I would say she's in the top three easily. It's it's everything she says is so good. Like I wish I was her right now, <laughs> but I, or maybe when I'm when I'm old enough and I could be grumpy <laughs> like that, I will. All right, she, and then my some idol, other seriously. like fun facts in regard to the voice actors. The same guy who voices Brady Armstrong also voices the amazing Monty. <laughs> oh my gosh! Interesting. No idea. The robotic game thing in the basement. Yeah, sure. Um, the guy who voices Nicholas Falcone also voices the construction worker. <laughs> um, a lot of these people did oh. like um multiple roles so jo the guy voices joseph also voices sergeant mac ramsey oh the the main the main yes. police guy we talk on the phone um i believe hmm. so and wow. then simone is also i don't know who madeline is who's madeline i know it says they also voice a character asked. madeline but i'm like i don't remember a madeline um uh, could it be the the could it be the girl from the blueprints for the blueprints? Oh, it was a receptionist. Right, she... that's the same voice actress her? there too. And then you got Ned Nickerson in this game. He's also Sherman Trout. <laughs> yes, really. Hmm. What? So was Scott Cardi? It doing is Scott Ned? Cardi. Yeah, he was doing right. Ned. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he was doing the other. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Sherman Trout, another one yeah, that I like. Yeah, he's both. Yeah, uh, Sherman Best Marvin's done one. by Punchy LaRue. 
Okay, don't come for me, but I didn't like Bess's voice in this game. I still maintain I hate the early Bess and George voices. They, <laughs> I'm really glad they settled on the ones they did, but they sound rough in the early games. I think George is oh, still, yeah. yeah, still Maureen Nelson, who I think is from the other ones as well. All right. I just, those are some fun facts that I like noticed. A lot of the um, voice actors m- voiced multiple characters. That makes sense because this this is still pretty early on in the her interactive um, universe, so they probably didn't have a ton of money. They still don't have a ton of money, but they yeah, had even less that, money. That was that's, cool. That's I thought time. it was cool that um, the guy who voices Brady is also the machine in the basement. All right, and yeah. last but not least, Joseph Hughes. 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 are you okay alright so Joseph Hughes Joseph is the caretaker of the theater who works in the projection room he is very open and friendly Joseph has worked at the Royal Palladium his entire life and is deeply connected to it but he acts as though he is fine with the demolition how far would he go to save his beloved theater because I don't have much to say about characters Um, Joseph um okay well, <laughs> okay okay you know what nikki go, uh, take it away i was coming up yeah, with stuff that's, that's cool. i was getting come up with something right. was getting was there come up with something <laughs> <laughs> all right well do what you want then <laughs> no <laughs> <There's good. laughs> Jay's like, I quit. <laughs> First, you tell me to do it, then you take it away from me. I don't know what you want from me anymore. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm so sorry. I mean, in regards to this game, I've played it so many times that, like, I don't know. Joseph, just every time I play it, I'm like, right, yeah, you're so nice and friendly. And I never for once thought, you know, he was never on my radar as someone who could be the culprit, really, um, compared to I feel like you all were like, yeah, he's too nice. And I was, like, suspicious because there were certain things that were happening. But when I actually, like, found out in the end who the culprit is, it was like, oh, oh. (laughs) I think with Joseph, there's, like, details over time that lead you to like see him as more suspicious like I don't remember what the first one is the first one that I remember is when you find out that mm-hmm. his brother died and that he lied about moving to Arizona to um like start mm-hmm. the business with him that's the first thing I think that makes him suspicious I, there might be something that happened before then um and then there's like I think there's a couple other things that you learn about that just make him seem like not all well not not all there but like he that he's not telling the truth i know that like i think third day it just kind of really builds up and it's like one thing after other like okay yeah it's definitely joseph because like i think the last thing is you find out that he the phone call that you got or the the thing it's like testing testing Mm -hmm. was a recording but i think right before that joseph is kind of like acting kind of weird and He's like, oh, I'm going to fix the coin machine and I'm going to do all this when the theater is mm-hmm. about to be demolished. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just think with 
Joseph, like, I think that he starts out being very non-threatening, but if you've played a lot of Nancy Drew games, I think you would suspect him just because he's kind of one of the only characters early on who doesn't seem to have, like, a motive. Yeah, but, for me, I just thought I he know. was that old guy who just couldn't let go, and he was just continuing to work, 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 yeah. work, and work, and, like, when it turns out his brother, like, died, I just thought he was embarrassed that he didn't have anything left for him once the theater closed that's fair yeah so then when he like pops up at the end i was like oh huh like i don't know yeah jade you just have a soft spot for old i do (laughs) my grandpa's 84 i will say i will say like um this is kind of a plot thing but it kind of ties in since joseph is the culprit a few things that I never really understood, and I'm not sure if maybe they're explaining the game and I just didn't see it. One is like the call that comes from Granite City that the police are like, oh, Maya's not in the building. Who did that? Because if it was Joseph, that makes no sense because Joseph's whole plan was to get people to stop the demolition because someone was in the building. And second, who took the pizza box that Nancy found? That was Brady, oh. right? I actually had some good points for plot holes. One of them was why does okay. why did Joseph hide the shoe in the pizza boxes? Having the police believe Maya isn't in the building is is ruining his plan. You'd think if anything he'd be planting more evidence and attempt to regain their interest, not hiding it. Right. So that one I do think I'm not sure if it's in the game or not, but I'm pretty sure that that was either Brady or Simone that mm-hmm. hit it, and it wasn't Joseph, because it kind of it really doesn't make sense like that he would do that because he would want people to think he's in the building. And I'm in the phone call. I'm not sure if it's explicitly stated, but I think you can assume that maybe that was Simone mm. or Brady that did that. But I don't know. Those are two things that. How did Joseph bring Maya through the secret tunnel into the ladies' dressing room without Simone noticing? She true. Unless Unless Simone wasn't wasn't in in there, because she noticed Nancy climbing out of her wardrobe. Surely she would have noticed Joseph and Maya coming through. Was there a second exit from the secret Mm -hmm. tunnel? If so, why wasn't it marked on the blueprint? Yeah, so I'm, I guess I'm wondering how Joseph got Maya from Brady's dressing room through Simone's and into yeah, that area that like she not was even in. like five minutes later, barely Nancy's busting through that door. Yeah, because he would he would have actually had to take her past Nancy, right? Because that area that she was in the first time was under the stage, so I think he would have had to drag her. He would have had to knock her out drag her through Simone's dressing room, somehow get her out into the corridor and down below the stage. So Nancy should have yeah. seen that. Unless Nancy had already So yeah, it doesn't make sense. Door, but which she when does. She, heard the she does bust through yeah. the door. She does. But I feel like how how strong is Joseph? He would have had to have been sprinting with like a hundred and twenty pound girl and have gotten to the stage in like under five minutes. I have one more plot <laughs> about Joseph. Why does Joseph try to prevent Nancy from stopping the destruction of the theater in the end game? This makes no sense at all. Joseph's motivation for this entire plot was to save the theater. And now that Nancy's finally found the proof that will save it, Joseph suddenly won't let her stop the wrecking ball. Oh my gosh, that's that's true. I'm that's so true. Yeah, because doesn't like when 
he's like, don't tell them that she's mm-hmm. in the building or something. Like, yeah, he says something like that on the last day. He's like, don't tell them. And I was like, yeah, that's true. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he should have, like, wanted her to go give them the proof. Well, like, she finds the proof, though, uh, once she gets in the attic, uh, the secret attic. There was, like, a little box. And she they, she finds proof that there is a second heir. So mm-hmm. Nancy, it would have been her... Not when he opened the door to the projection room, but when he stopped her from uh, getting to the light, side lights. That would have been the the opportunity for her to tell him, hey, I found proof that there's another heir and I know who it is. They won't won't demolish now. But she didn't. She just... Flashed him. No, flashed him. Not that kind of Children's the other, game. The other one, the magic one. <laughs> she she did a ten things I hate about you. Here's lifted here. up her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Okay. Well, I mean, it's sorry. Take it out of context. <laughs> what, what is the point? <laughs> but yeah, I am. Honestly, Jade, I'm surprised that you <laughs> really didn't suspect suspect this guy because he was my number one suspect for this whole this whole time. I have a hard time suspecting until the end, and then I'm pleasantly surprised, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> me, me playing these games are like, oh, huh, okay. <laughs> Mister, the Mister Hughes was Joseph Hughes. Mr. Hughes was way too nice. He was way too helpful. <laughs> and I honestly though he he had all of the he had all of the tools. Like he knew knows the theater perfectly well. Or I mean, he claimed that he didn't know it that well. He never found the magician room. But you know, could have lied. He had I more think he he, did. resources. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, obviously since he put the girl yeah. there, Maya there. Um, but also, um, the fact that he lied about his brother, even more suspicious. So it, um, so honestly though, I really high, uh, my suspect, suspect number one it's, but honestly, uh, the game was making too much of an effort for us to trust, uh, to, to trust joseph but i didn't i didn't also when nancy was like make sure that the police goes to the magician room to find the evidence nancy i did not consent for you to trust joseph like this if i was in nancy's shoes um i would have gone back to the magician room i would have told okay joseph if the, the police comes You'll lead them here. I would have gone to the magician room and I would have slept there. I would have guarded that um, evidence. How long like, have I been um, muted? Like a guard dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I, I accidentally dropped oh my something gosh. and I think I muted myself. That uh, That's probably, yeah. You were muted. Did I answer whole, your, I don't know time. how you didn't know? That it was I don't think Joseph. So. Well, I will. I will end what I was saying. Then you can answer. Oh, you just got crushed by an elevator. <laughs> oh my god! So, if I was Nancy, I would have gone. 
back to the magician room and slept there just to make sure that the evidence doesn't get cleaned out because I don't trust anybody. And Nancy shouldn't have trusted Joseph. So when the evidence disappeared, I was like, Nancy, you fucked up. You fucked up. It's Joseph. Let's be real. It's a Joseph. Did I really right. not? Did you, did you, you not hear me answer? Oh my God. I like no. dropped something and I think it muted me. And oh my God. I gave you a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How did I not know well, now it was the Joseph is yours. was your question? Yeah. I had a whole thing about how um, yeah. me playing games is, huh? Uh, at the end, I, I literally always find out who the culprit is at the end. I'm like, oh, uh, huh. <laughs> you should watch me play an anti-deer game for the first time. It's just like, oh, I didn't realize it was them. Because when I'm reading stuff or like things like that, I'm not picking up on contextual clues and things like that very well. A lot of times when I was playing these games as a kid, I just was like, oh. So a lot of these games I played when I was younger. I was like 12 to like, I don't know into college but like a lot of them i played in high school so like i probably wasn't paying attention <laughs> i really did not know it was him i i was like oh it's joseph who knew but i didn't know who it was i didn't take it to account oh yeah a lot kids. of these i played as a teenager yeah. like a preteen into teenage years so adhd was rampant and i hated reading while i was playing these games <laughs> And a lot of times I played with walkthroughs. So, you know. Plus, as the walkthroughs never yeah, spoiled who the culprit is, it's like, you will beat the culprit now. And then I'd be like, oh, my Sometimes never they do. Sometimes Game Boomers does spoil it. Yeah. A few times they did. Uh, I never, I don't think I've ever gotten spoiled by Game Boomers. But all, but not to, not to blow my own own horn but i didn't need game boomers that much i didn't know about it as a child i only found out about like walkthroughs when i was around 11 and funnily enough it was because um i found an argument yep. video and i was like oh wow they make walkthroughs yeah. for these games like yeah before I, that i, I would just have I to figure was not it out smart as child i hated reading <laughs> Now I love reading. But back then, I skimmed oh, everything cool. in the Nancy Drew games. I was like, I am not reading. That's it. the opposite of me. I loved reading when I was a child and a teen. Now I hate reading. All I'm going to say is I love the plot. I mean, a whole ass kidnapping, uh, it really raises the stakes. Especially since it's about your friend, your little friend about to get demolished. Like the whole wrecking ball about to snatch her, like and just like really wreck her up. It, it's <laughs> not, it's not, it's not my Cyrus wrecking ball. It's more the more deadly one. The more like I'm going to squish you this... into a ton of bricks. <laughs> so literally, like honestly, I would say though, if I think about all of the the mysteries it, throughout the whole Nancy Drew series, I think this one has the biggest stakes because not only it is an actual friend of Nancy, but also uh, Nancy, it's up to Nancy to prevent a, a person of being murdered. But, but honestly though, there are some, there were some mysteries where someone is uh, threatening a starlet's life. 
like in Stay Tuned for Danger, or you know, uh, you know, someone is getting threatened. But honestly, those are randoms. It's like uh, we never, we never really like got that adrenaline rush over it because it's we don't get the immediate sense of danger. The only people who get are really into danger uh, all this time is pretty much Nancy. Nancy is more in danger than, you know, uh, all of the rest of the people there. But with final scene, you can sense that, yes, Nancy, uh, Joseph, and um, and Maya about to get kaput, about to get, uh, 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 about <laughs> to get bazoom. So, I, and the music at the end, you're, it's a, uh, uh, the, the, the music it, it, that really stresses you, okay, yeah, clock is ticking, clock is ticking. It really stresses you out. Like, I, I, me as a teen, I was like, oh my fucking God, it's, uh, <laughs> y'all, I'm already stressed. Y'all gonna add this music to it? <laughs> you're gonna, and, and you're adding all these keys, like, what are you to- you're toying with me right now? <laughs> so, I will say props, because, the mystery is compelling. Kidnapping, saving a friend from kidnapping, genius. I really loved it. So I would say, when it comes to story alone, uh, I yeah, would gameplay, give environment, an locations. You know, we're at a movie theater, uh, which once was a mostly just a stage for performances for magicians. We have a lot of cool areas like hidden rooms, hidden basements, hidden passageways, dressing rooms. You know, the whole experience. Yeah. We even get to go into, like, the ticket booth um, in the front, which is kind of cool because you can kind of hear, like, the outside people. Uh, you get to go in the, the video booth, mess around with the buttons up there. That's fun. Ooh, what does this button do? <laughs> I will say that in terms of puzzles, the one I like the least, just on principle, is the one where Nancy has to, like, pick up used gum to... Uh, and attach it to a stick to like get something. I like. I don't know if I would consider that a puzzle. Which really? The, I um, know. I guess it's like a challenge. I don't know what to call it because like you have to uh, figure out how to get whatever the thing is that's on the bottom of the balcony, and f- you have to get like some used gum and a wand. Oh, I don't yeah. know what to call those. They're like scavenger yeah, I don't hunt know type of either. things. I don't know either. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if we should consider it a puzzle. It could be a puzzle, to be honest. It yeah, because you, you kind of have to. It's kind of like how in the Sherlock games sometimes you have to, like gather objects to do something. I don't know what you call those. Um, um, interacting. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, object interacting. Object object use. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, someone call Fisher. He knows video game stuff. <laughs> uh, personally i wouldn't ha- i wouldn't consider it a puzzle um fair enough honestly about the puzzles it's not this game's puzzles are not really that memorable to be honest the thing about the earlier games is they were not puzzle heavy in the way that we know puzzles in the later games they were mostly like there were a lot of kind of like that, like find this object and do this thing and they would mm-hmm. have some puzzles. So 
I I think we probably have to keep that in mind when we talk about like mm. the puzzles. There's a lot of reused game. puzzles yeah. in this game, so, like the picture puzzle, mm-hmm. like the matching, moving around. Um, that one game in the front with like the sliding. That's a reused one. Yeah, the music, the music one that's one, technically right? reused. Some new ones, I guess, would be like figuring out how that chair works. I'd consider that a puzzle. Is this the first appearance of that like yes. genie so that machine be... thing? Because that gets used yeah, a lot so that, that's in also the other games. A newer one. Messing around with the stage with the cages. Oh, I already mentioned that. That's how the chair thing works. Honestly, I, I, maybe I would say one puzzle I enjoyed was the tile puzzle to open the magician room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that one that was cute. I do like the music one, the slider puzzle with the music notes. Mm. I do like that one. I don't remember. It's in the front. It's the. I think you have to get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. Yes, the 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 music gets it. It gets to you. (laughs) One one of the lamest puzzles would be that keypad on the electrified door because it's random. (laughs) You remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah or to, to get, get out in of the it. basement, yes. Or is it to get in? I think it's to get in. Or no, I think it's no, to get out. out. Yeah, it gets electrified to, get, to like, get out. Why is yeah. it random? <laughs> I love how Nancy could, like, just, she sees this electrified gate and she's like, oh, I'm going to touch it with my bare hands. <laughs> she gets fucking off to. She, she gets fucking zapped. <laughs> it's an option. That's a that's a second chance option. Like just you being reckless and just yeah. touching the door without. I have hands. a list of possible deaths or some deaths that like I don't know. I have a list of deaths. <laughs> if you want me to nice. read it, <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. one is you can fall to your death if you leave, uh, lean over the balcony trying to grab the least gear for too long. This apparently it's like the most it's the most visually interesting because the camera actually twists around you as you fall. You could be killed by the falling light backstage if you walk under it rather than looking up. You could be electrocuted by touching the fence which, or the door, which we already knew. Um, and you could be killed by the wrecking ball at the very end. Uh, I know not everyone like runs into that, some of them because they end up actually... Yeah, I've never leaned over the balcony for that long, but <laughs> I didn't know about the balcony for the yeah. longest time. You know, because I'm I'm pretty I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm saying kidding. like those are some like deaths that like some people don't notice or get us get the first time they play. Um, I will say though, I really love the wrecking ball second chance. Like seeing the like, wrecking ball going towards us, <laughs> pretty iconic. <gasps> and like uh, you, uh, you like, sing this song while it's coming towards Nancy. Like <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, those yeah. those are those are pretty good. Someday we will do a ranking of all the deaths in Nancy Drew games tier list tier list. <laughs> <Please>. Yes. <laughs> Anything else about whatever. I will say this though. I love the location, but I remember the first time I played, I was so stuck. And I will also say that for the longest time, I didn't appreciate the game 
as much uh, as much as now um, because of this one particular mm-hmm. thing. It's really hard to progress in this game. Like the triggers, it's pretty hard. But also the fact that the projection room was so well hidden for the longest time, I had no idea that there was a projection room. I was stuck in day one for so long. At, at some point, I was like, am I just going to give up on mm-hmm. this game? It's like, is this how it's going to end? Maya is going to die and me, I'm just living in this theater forever. <laughs> it's honestly, it's uh, really didn't make it obvious where the projection room was. And it created a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the fact that you have to do this, these certain things in order to progress to the next day and all of that, it is very easy to for you to get frustrated playing the final scene. Like, because, you know, we got to know what to do before you go to the next day. You cannot do it in, the, in whatever order and all of that. It... it it could play in your advantage for the game. It could be like beneficial, but at the same time, it, it can create some f- real frustration. Um, and honestly, though, um, as uh, as much as I love the theater, there were way too many. It was way too big. Really, there was way too many spots. It was way too. There were way too many spots where you could miss something, like easily miss something. Or like when you like lean over to find the, the, the coin, like imagine you didn't know you could just look over. Imagine. Uh, because you couldn't lean over on the other side. And also um, um, all these chairs, so many chairs, and you have to, to go be, uh, between e- uh, in each aisle mm-hmm. and check, see if there's something and all of that. It is so easy to miss something. Uh, honestly, this this whole theater is there's so many doors, so many doors, so many passages. It's like at this point, like you don't even know if you've been here or not. Um, I don't know if I would say it's a bad quality, but I can see why it could frustrate a lot of new players. Um, this kind of environment is this. It's like repeating. You just stay in one theater mm-hmm. the whole time, so. It's not, it's, there's not much to see. It's, there's not much to see. But I will say though, I really <laughs> love the posters. We love the posters. Uh, a lot of Easter get eggs over there too. Really nice. Yeah. So I will say um, that. I just remember getting stuck a lot and not progressing to the next day. I like remember that being a struggle to do personally. There was a couple times where like, I'm like, what am I missing? So I get like the frustration of it being too big, considering you can go into the theater down almost every single row and then you can go into the wing, like into the hallways and then you can enter the theater from the hallways and then you can go upstairs. You can like there's just a lot of space and then there's hidden passageways, hidden basements, hidden basements within basements (laughs) like it's a lot. I definitely agree. You can get easily lost and confused and miss something within like a split two seconds because yeah i'm i don't know if it's just us or me or me just me but this game i feel like compared to his to his other pe the other people like um 
Uh, no, not other people. Other games like Treasure in the Royal Tower, Message in the Haunted Mansion, Secret Scarlet Hand. You know, all the games around that area. Final scene was the one I was struggling with the most mm-hmm. at progressing in in the game. I'm not sure exactly uh, if it's just me not figuring out the triggers to go to the next day or stuff like that. But it, it created a lot of frustration. I will say, though, Scarlet Hand has some messed up triggers. When we'll get to that, we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. But final scene is pretty close. It is pretty close. But in double with the fact that you, you can get lost in that theater. Honestly, though, it can get it can get frustrating. And honestly, if I compare it for with the museum from Scarlet Hand... Honestly, that that's Museum of Scarlet Hand. Personally, for me, it was way um, easier to navigate than than the final the, the 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 theater from the final scene. I don't know. Maybe it's controversial. Oh wait, opinion, I had one more thing. Is that this this game doesn't have Easter eggs? When did they introduce Easter eggs? I don't I think know. the older games had them. I want to say it was with the like second the third ui that they had the like the warnings at waverly academy era mm-hmm. ui i think it was then that they had easter eggs i don't think that like the classic like yeah. older games no. had easter eggs no easter eggs in this game apparently i we're gonna i can't wait i never bothered with easter eggs so i can't <laughs> say anything about i feel that. like i accidentally find them most <laughs> of the time yeah. i don't really bother okay. to get so them we're either going to do our overall opinions i would say my overall opinion of the final scene are this is a game i actually really enjoy um the one of the things I enjoy about it the most is I really like how just unfiltered and sassy Nancy is in this game. I think this is like probably the most sarcastic we see her. Like she is just going off on everybody. She is not here for anyone's bullshit and I love it. I also like the setting of this game. I think I really like the theater, although I really don't think it should have been in St. Louis, Missouri. I think it would have worked better somewhere else or honestly even river heights i think would have been interesting but and i actually think the plot works like you feel really bad for the culprit because joseph isn't an evil guy he's just a guy who you know kind of got in over his head and had all these tragic things happen to him and so i feel like you actually kind of feel bad for him which makes him a more compelling culprit and so i guess i would say i would give this game i think an eight out of 10, just because I don't think it's a perfect game, but it's a pretty, pretty damn good game. All right. So this game is absolutely iconic. Honestly, though, it really changed the game for, for me personally. I uh, Message on the mentioned good. Uh, Treasure Royal Tower, good. But this game, though, really took it a step further. Honestly, though, having Nancy having to stop her friend getting killed. I mean, how can you not think it being a compelling story, a compelling mystery? We're really talking about high stakes here. So I would say already we're already captivating some people. But other than that, we have a compelling cast. We have some good characters. Half of them we absolutely hate. 
so that's good. <laughs> and half of them, we absolutely can, we have to stand. You know, like Eustacia, yes. we 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 must stand. It, they gave us Eustacia Andropov, and honestly, though, like um, soon as we're done recording, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back being playing the grumpy old woman because you know she she's just goals, <laughs> and honestly, I just. Just think that this game, if it was if it wasn't for the lack of gameplay and a bit of the janky triggers, um, also maybe the 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 setting is kind of could it kind of makes it more confusing. Even though we have all of these, the pros really much outweighs the cons for me. Honestly, by the end of this game, it's like, bam, um, you have a really good mystery and absolutely like re-ended well. Um, I will say this though, I got I got really mad shit for sympathizing with Joseph at the end. Got really mad shit with <laughs> it, <laughs> but I will say I will say this though, they just um, although I can see. I can say like, okay, he threatened my friend's life, so yeah, um, he did. He fucked up. I can still, I can still sympathize with him over why he did all of this. And honestly, though, all, uh, they, they, this mix, they, they, these, they had good characters, good story, compelling setting, and all of that. I would say, uh, this this game, I would recommend it to any anybody honestly maybe not for the first time maybe not but i would still it would still be a game that i would absolutely recommend to anybody who who gets into the nancy drew and the nancy drew uh uh train nancy drew train yeah so i would i would still give it just an eight out of ten I was thinking between eight and nine, but I was thinking I would still put it maybe the same level as Treasure in the Royal Tower. My my rating for Treasure in the Royal Tower, it's not exactly nine because it's not per it's not near perfect. Overall, um, this game there. is one that I would recommend playing. Um, it sticks true to the book. Um, the book plot, actually, in my opinion, out of all of them, it still has the similar like kidnappings and they're in the building and um, that made no sense. It's very like similar to the books in the sense that like it follows the plot verbatim. The only difference is they added in a character instead of using Bess, which I find a little strange, but maybe they weren't ready to have um, Bess in the games just yet as an actual person and wanted her to stay more as somebody you call i think in this game they are the people you call for hints um um, i will say that the plot is interesting in that retrospect but um um, there are those major plot holes that i mentioned earlier within it so i think i would give this game a seven out of ten i'd play it i play it multiple times actually i'd recommend it but those plot holes knock it down a little bit for me Thank you so much for joining us today. You can find The Real Housewives of River Heights on any podcast streaming service such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check out our Patreon for bonus content and access to our episodes early. Follow us on all of our social medias, links in the bio. Thank you again and 
Goodbye. Goodbye. Which brings us to Joseph. <laughs> no, Nick- Joseph. No. Nicholas Falco. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a fact if you wanted. Y'all forgetting about okay. him. Okay, hold on. Like, we can have that part as the blooper. <laughs>